0: Welcome to episode one of season two of Let's Talk the Wonder Years. This episode is called Heart of Darkness and it aired November 30th, 1988. So we start with a nightmare of Kevin. Kevin's having a nightmare. We learn he's now in seventh grade and the nightmare is him in a cave running, running. It's dark. He can't see anything. And he wakes up in seventh period math class in red pajamas. And this dream becomes important later on as it kind of shows you what's going on in the plot and how Kevin's feeling lately. This dream will happen until it doesn't happen. And it'll be a big message of Kevin growing up. So we learn that from the dream that Paul and Winnie are in the cave and he's trying to save them. And he's terrified about what's gonna to happen to them. Throughout the dream, Paul Paul is not in it always, either Paul or Winnie seem to always be in a portion of the dream. So from there, Kevin wakes up and we, he tells us a little bit about the 15 minutes before homeroom, and it tells us they're very important, that there's you either need need somewhere to go or you need to stand and act like you're doing something. You have to seem busy. That's what we learn from him. You either have to be going somewhere, walking towards somewhere, or you have to be doing something while you're standing still. So Paul and Kevin need to decide whether they're going to walk around or stand. And Kevin even asked Paul, well, "What did we do yesterday?" And Paul pretty much says, "Well, we did one of we for five minutes. We stood around. Five minutes. We walked around." So they, while they're deciding that, Winnie approaches. And Kevin remembers Winnie breaking his heart last year. And I seem to remember it ending a lot better, but I guess as time goes by and Kirk McRae is around, Kevin just gets more mad. And he he even fires back, well, where's Kirk? And uh, Winnie, Winnie, Winnie's like, well, I want us to be friends still. And that's when Winnie's called over for Kirk. And we see that Kirk's older than Winnie. We were reminded of that, I think, last season. But he's called over because Kirk needs to tell him something. And it's, it's very young and demure. All right. So we, we, we get the feeling from Paul and, and Kevin that they feel Winnie is becoming too cool for them. She's a cool kid. She's hanging out with older kids and fitting in better with them than she is fitting in with, with Kevin and Paul. But from Winnie's point of view, we never get her point of view, but it seems to me that she wants to be friends with everyone. But Paul and Kevin are like, well, if you're going to be friends with uh, the cool people, you, ha- you have to choose the cool people. You can't be friends with us and the losers. So we we then get introduced to the our guest star of the episode, the, the guy who kind of facilitates the the, where they eventually end up that has to do with Kevin's dream and his name's Gary Kuse, and he's the typical kid who isn't very popular. He he talks a bigger game than he actually probably is, and um, you we, we learn that we learn that uh, Kevin 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 tells us sorry Kevin tells us that uh, he's a mother's worst nightmare. He's got long long hair he talks pretty much out of his ass and uh, he really doesn't follow any rule so we 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 meet him when he was when they're taking a math test and Gary is trying to get the answers from Paul first and instead of giving him Paul says look we can't the teacher's going to hear teacher's going to see and then then Gary's like oh she couldn't even hear herself fart so um, from there Uh, Gary's not getting anything out of Paul so he decides to ask Kevin and Kevin even though in the dialogue knows that Gary's a bad guy and knows he shouldn't be giving him the answer he gives it anyways and even in the in the dialogue through the narrator Kevin knows he should he shouldn't and and in his mind he knows exactly the guy Gary is but gives him the answer anyways so we, we, we then do that for a few questions, and then Paul actually ruins it for them because he keeps saying, well, Kevin, why are you doing that? Why are you giving Gary the answers? And Kevin doesn't have an answer, and Kevin knows Paul's right, but, so, but somehow the teacher from, from sitting on her desk is all the way over there and hears Paul saying that uh, she's not stupid as she looks, which is hilarious, but ends them up in detention. So, in detention, Paul and Kevin worry about what's going to happen with their parents, to which Gary's got the answer. He says, well, look, we'll just forge this. I, I do this all the time. And uh, Kevin goes right along with it, and Paul takes some convincing, but by that point, it's too late, and they both have their uh, signatures forged. So, we, we then go to another nightmare that Kevin has, where he's falling into the abyss but this time he's chasing after winnie who's he's trying to save from the cave and he wakes up in that same classroom naked just with his underwear so it's a it's a theme of i think fear of the unknown kind of this dream where he doesn't know where he's gonna gonna go in in his high school i think no not high school middle school career and he just the fear of the unknown i think is the main theme of this dream so we get we we get another scene where winnie is over talking with the cool people but this time paul is the one to react where he thinks that the contacts that she's wearing makes her makes her cool but also a snob so it's good, it's it's nice to hear paul's point of view other than just uh, kevin's point of view so we we, we get distracted because they see Gary, and Gary is their version of cool. They, they can't have Winnie, they can't hang out with Kirk and the rest of them, so they settle on Gary. So Gary comes over and asks Kevin to put a paper bag in his locker before lunch for Friday night. So he this leads to an offer for Kevin and, and Paul to stay over at his house in his backyard, which Kevin Kevin is all for, and Kevin convinces Paul. Hey, look, you just say you're staying at my house and we'll go over and then we'll do, do have a fun night without Winnie. So the Kevin and Paul, again, void talking to Winnie with the same theme of that. look, they have someone cool. Now she has someone cool. So they don't need her anymore. So again, Kevin, Kevin has a nightmare the night before he's going, uh, over to Gary's, and it's the same type of thing, he's he's carrying Winnie, because her leg hurts, which is very important later on in this story, her leg hurts, but he wakes up in class not carrying Winnie, but a stuffed bunny. This is when he freaks out, oh, she needs help, and then we just see, like, a rabbit. Um, call it a uh, stuffed animal. So, from there, we get we get Kevin telling Norma the truth about where he's going, and even when she asks about his grades, she he says, "Oh look, he got the same mark as me on the last test," which is actually true because he was copying Kevin on the last test. And uh, he, she he uses Paul and says, "Look, Paul's allowed to go, and if you don't if you don't trust me, I'll give I'll give her your number," which is a smart tactic because Norma's the type of parent to say, "Oh look." I want I want him to trust me so I'm going to let him I'm going to trust him. So we head over to Gary's backyard which is it looks like deep it's deep into the forest like I thought we were just going in their backyard. So Kevin and Paul not not knowing what Gary has in store and what was in that paper bag bring marshmallows, Kool-Aid and Twinkies. But but Gary brings out beer and Kevin sees as 900 cigarettes. So it's that old thing where you want to look cooler. So you bring more than what you're going to actually do. Like he had cartons upon cartons of cigarettes. All right. So Kevin next again, gives into peer pressure into smoking cigarettes and Paul, but Paul turns it away. But this is what confused me. Um, Paul instead does, says he doesn't smoke, but op- when offered a beer, he f- chugs it. So I guess the beer is okay for Paul, but smoking is not. We learn why in a second. So Gar- we learned Gary could party 24 hours a day, and we learned a little bit more about Gary. He has a girlfriend with big honk- honkers, but she goes to a different school. So whether or not Gary has a girlfriend, I think he talks, again, it's like, like I said at the beginning, he talks up a bigger game. And I don't think he actually has one. I think it's to look like the cooler of the three of them. He asks about uh, what's going on with the, them. And uh, we, Kevin kind of brings up breaking up with, uh, well, not breaking up, but he used to date Winnie Cooper. And uh, Gary, Gary, Gary approves, but Winnie is flat to Gary. So I guess doesn't compete with Ger- Gary's uh, potential girlfriend. So Paul Paul uh, Paul calls Winnie flat, and uh, there's an argument whether who's flatter, Carla Healy or Winnie Cooper. Gary 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 has more advice for them. Says he can't date date a girl for too long, and uh, this is where Paul Paul decides that he does smoke just with the help of alcohol. Alright, the, the, that's when Paul decides that uh, all three of them should go do something instead of just sitting around. So they head for the cave, which is the exact same cave. I checked it multiple times. It is the exact same cave as the as the one in Kevin's dream. And uh, we head in there. And uh, Paul is super drunk and starts yelling, per, per- spelunking millions of times. And that's when Gary gives us the story of a guy who went into one of the pipes, drowned, and then starved to death. Which Kevin brought up the same point that I thought of, which is, well, which is it? Did he starve to death or did he drown? And this is the back and forth where uh, Gary says, well, I knew the guy. And Kevin hilariously says, well, because you knew him, he can starve to death and drown at the same time? (laughs) And all Gary knows is the rats ate parts of them, and parts of them were never found. All right. So this is this is when Gary takes a a dark turn where he starts scaring Paul and Kevin. Paul hurts his leg, and that's that's when they're like, oh, you know what? Gary's not as cool as we thought. And they leave Gary in there, and uh, that's where I I put up my notes. Leaves Gary to die because that's the last you see of Gary in the show. I don't. You never see him again, and he's in that cave probably. He probably went through that tunnel and never was seen thrown again. They return to Norma's, and Kevin Kevin tells the audience he felt bad for Gary. I have do not, however do not. He talked up a big game, and he was unable to match it with what he did. So after that, Kevin Kevin had no more nightmares, which I think is because he went in that cave and left it he was able to face his fear and that was all there's nothing more to be afraid of of that cave that's when uh, they return to, to the house they uh, admit to the parents that they just wanted to come home and they accept them in so the next day Winnie returns to Paul and Kevin and what Winnie wonders if they're mad and she's wearing her glasses again which I think is to symbolize that they're she's on their level again. Uh, and that's when Kevin jokes that she looks much smarter. And uh, she looks super done with those contacts. To which is a compliment to Winnie. Which I think it's more of a, a diss than a compliment. But I guess, I guess take what you can get from Kevin and Paul. So that was the episode. It was a great episode. I'd probably give it 18.5 out of 20 and uh two guest stars we had for this episode which i'm going to be doing for now on is two main guest stars and say what they've been in recently so michael landis was played kirk mccray continues to work in 2020 and starred in angels has fallen and had has projects laid on into 2020 and uh breckin mayor who played gary continues to work mainly in guest star roles but he has a kind of lead role in a a procedural drama in 2020 as well all right thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode